This talk is brought to you by iBiology.org, and this audio was taken from a video available on our website. Hello, my name is Naliti Saul, and I'm the Director of the Office of Career and Professional Development at the University of California, San Francisco. This workshop focuses on how to make a career decision. One of the things that is challenging for a number of students, and actually unexpected, is the experience of feeling that you're not sure if you're making the right decision. That's because there's this perception, an incorrect one, that when you go and interview at different postdoc opportunities or any opportunities, that the right answer will be so obvious for you that you not taking it would be considered unfathomable. But um, in my experience, and I've been in career and professional development for 20 years, that actually is more often than not untrue. Usually, when people sort of have opportunities in front of them, um, it isn't clear because we all have sort of a complex mix of our professional goals and our personal needs and our, and our individual values. And so the best piece of advice that I can give, if you are at a moment of kind of thinking about opportunities, particularly if you're in an opportunity where everyone else says it's definitely the place you should go, you should totally go to this place, and you are having doubts, is to remind you how important it is to make a decision that's in line with your values and to make the decision that's in line with how you make decisions. So for some people, they are profoundly data-driven. As in, I want to see every single postdoc opportunity. I want to actually see postdoc opportunities I don't apply to. I want to see postdoc opportunities that I do apply to. And in doing so, I'll have a data set to understand my options, and then I'll be able to make a decision. While for other people, they're actually a lot more intuitive. As in, I just want to go and interview, and I'll know if it's a good fit for me when I kind of have the experience. On the other hand, for some people, it actually has nothing to do with sort of if they are data-driven or intuitive. It has to do with even thinking about sort of who needs to be a part of the decision. For some people, once they sort of find out their opportunities, they're, they're, they would like to hopefully talk to as many people as possible and get their opinions on it. In short, they'd like to crowdsource their conversations and crowdsource their decision. And in some cases, you may feel things like, oh, I'm just being indecisive. But honestly, it really truly is just the way that you make decisions. You're a crowdsourcer. Um, while for other individuals, it's not so much that they need to talk to everybody. It's that there are certain people whose judgment and whose opinion they respect. And if those are the people who are important to you, then make a point of actually finding time to talk with those people about your opportunity. The point is, is that we all have different ways that we make decisions. But the important thing is, is that if we try to make a decision in a different way, such as I actually usually am a really data-driven person, as in I actually would like to interview at at 15 different places to figure out whether or not I'm a good fit. And then you have a conversation with somebody who says, but it's whatever big name institution here. I don't know, maybe it's NIH. It's NIH. How could you possibly say no to it? I'm going to highly encourage you to say, I'm not saying no to it. I'm just actually doing my due diligence. And then go back to whatever your process is, including um, interviewing at those other places and allowing your own judgment to, make, to help you make the right decision. Following your own path 
And following your own process is going to be key in helping you not only make the decision, but being able to stand by that decision, particularly when the inevitable challenges um, happen. So if you, for example, choose not to go to NIH and how could you not, then when you are at that other institution and you are having a bad day and you sort of say to yourself, what was I thinking? You will be able to remind yourself what you were thinking including things like, well, I, I was thinking that um, when I think about my long-term career goals and when I think about sort of being near my family, these were important to me and this is why I chose it. So the main things that, um, that I encourage people to do is to, if you haven't, check out video one, particularly when we're talking about your values and, uh, and the environment um, uh, the, and how it sh helps you shape um, what is a good fit for you. And also really try to the best of your ability to honor not just the work, the research part, but also the personal part, not just the professional, but the personal. Um, and think about sort of outside the lab, what do you need to be in place? And so for some people, as I mentioned before, that may be that you need to be near your family or you need to be in a certain sort of environment or a certain type of lab. Um, and in all cases, certainly prioritize being in a lab where you feel that the PI is supportive. Um, but ultimately, your, the benchmark of sort of making a good decision is that it is one that has been a considered decision. And that's both in terms of taking into consideration what your priority values and, and goals and perspectives perspective is, but also it honors sort of like how you make decisions. So if you are incredibly um, early starter person who needs to start like a year uh, or two years ahead trying to find a postdoc opportunity, don't let anyone talk you out of that. Do that. If you're a person who basically um, is what we call pressure prompted, as in it just seems to make more sense to you when it kind of feels last minute, don't let anyone sort of like mock you for that. Do that. Don't only make the decision, but make it your way. In doing so, you will actually have met the sort of the definition of basically engaging in your career with integrity. And so now let's go to the next step, which is now that you've chosen an opportunity, um, it's time to talk about how to transition out of your PhD lab. Visit us at iBiology.org for more free talks from the world's top scientists. Funding is provided by the National Science Foundation and the National Institute of General Medical Sciences.